0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Women's MTB Network podcast. I'm Mia and I'm going to be your host. Our podcasts are about sharing information on all things mountain bikes from a woman's perspective. We'll be talking about bikes, components, gear, upcoming events, coaching, and much, much more. Our goal is to connect women from across the globe and inspire folks to ride, regardless of age or skill level. We'll have guests from all over the world with all types of backgrounds and different riding styles. So get comfy and be inspired to ride. Thank you everyone for joining today. I see there's some amazing folks in the chat um, for joining us. This is Candace. She's recently uh, joined the team here at Women's MTV Network. She's amazing. She's helping myself, Becca, and Alexis doing all the things. Um, and today we have an amazing guest on the podcast, Hannah from Juliana. I'm excited to talk to her. I don't know about you, but I'm super excited to talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Hannah is the head of sports marketing at Juliana. Recently, I was chatting with her and I think she's now, she'll tell us, but she's now working also with Santa Cruz marketing team, which is super exciting. Um, and oh, hey, everyone. Adam Mock is saying, hey, Candace. <laughs> What's up, Adam? <laughs> Uh Johnny's on here. Do I get a whole shot award? The whole shot award is for people that log in, say the first comment like right at 6 30 or 5 (laughs) 30. That's what typically what uh Mark does, the segment. David, thank you for tuning in. Thanks everyone for tuning in. All right, without further ado, let's let's bring Hannah on here. There she is. Hey girl, hey.
1: Hi. (laughs) Thanks so much. How are you doing? Yeah,
0: thank you for coming on yeah
1: i'm doing well i'm just finishing up a monday workday, and yeah uh, excited yeah. to talk to you both
0: hey you're back <laughs> from uh traveling right this is the time of year where you're home is that right
1: uh yes in theory yes supposed to be home but yeah it's been a wild few months that's for sure it's pretty much gone yeah, all of July, all of September. Just got back from our last journey to Rome Fest in Sedona, which nice. was, you know, their final Sedona Rome Fest. And it was just so good. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs> a good send-off. <laughs> it was so good. Like, I'm still riding the high from that. And, you know, Rome's always, from the vendor perspective, obviously, it's like so fun. It's a lot of work. It's tiring. Um This one just went so smoothly and like we got fabulous weather and we got to have this magical day after Rome where we got to ride with all the Romies and just hang out and it was so good. So
0: yeah, yeah,
1: from that last week and now just playing catch up um, with my emails and hopefully I'll be home for a bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's always good. I can't imagine traveling for months on end. I mean, it's fun, right? I'd like to think what you do is super fun. but I
2: know, right? I'm like, I I feel like I would miss my bed after a while. I mean, I was just gone four days for my brother's wedding. And I was like, I'm yeah. ready to be. Yeah, home.
1: it's like, people who don't travel for work, you know, I think there's a lot of like, Oh, my gosh, like you can't complain, you can do the coolest stuff ever, which you're not wrong. Like, I feel so lucky to get to do what I do, but it definitely has those challenges. Like I like to be home; I get a little homesick, yeah. you know. So yeah, it, yeah. it does has have, have its challenges, and you know you feel like you kind of miss out on your community a bit at home. And mm. but at the end of the day, so awesome to get this season in life, and I'm sure it won't last forever. So just gonna enjoy yeah. it.
2: Yeah, and where is home for you?
1: Well, I live here in Santa Cruz um okay. but i'm from eugene oregon um so i always have to say i'm not from california From Oregon,
0: we are I'm all california it. transplants i think
1: yeah <laughs> but I, I i love living here in santa cruz yeah so i moved to that's awesome and, yeah
0: um i we have someone from tasmania joining us today cool that's amazing Again. Welcome, fellow Aussie from Tasmania. Uh, yeah,
2: I was like, what time is it there?
0: I think it's probably, hold on, don't don't type it in just yet. I should know this. 9 a.m. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. From tomorrow. <laughs> um, and then you've got Adam Mock, who's recovering from a fractured ankle. Wish you well, my friend. I hope your recovery uh, gets better soon. That sucks. Um,
1: yeah. So, Hannah,
0: you were telling us. So, you're fresh from Rome. Rome Fest, for those of you who don't know, is, is the first, there are others, but it was the first all-women's mountain bike festival. They're absolutely amazing. I went last year to Sedona, and this year was their final Sedona, because I think due to various reasons, and I think Ash is having some some health issues, I think she's doing better now, they had to cancel. Um, so just tell us a little bit, I know you touched on it, but what was that like, the final Sedona Fest, the final party that everyone had from a vendor's perspective what was that like
1: yeah so first off just to say they will have rome fest next year it'll just be one giant festival in fruta um, in september so you can still get to rome it's just in the past they've had three so Yeah. yeah this final sedona it was so just so good and a little emotional because yeah. um, you know, Rome is the Rome Sedona specifically was like the first big mountain bike event I ever went to. Um, even before I worked for Juliana. And so this was my fourth time at Rome Sedona. And it's just so good. I mean, you know, having been there, Sedona is just this magical place, like the yeah. vortex energy, you know, it's swirling. It's a around. real thing. You're getting swirled up day. in it. Yeah, it's so, it's so fun. The writing's so challenging, so fun. And yeah, I just feel like by now, you know, Ash and Andy are just have it so dialed, Rome, that those are the founders of Rome. And um, yeah, it just went so smoothly. Ash seemed so chill. All the Romies seemed, I just felt like they had it on lock unlock, and they, it just yeah. went really smoothly. And One of the better dance parties I've ever experienced at Rome. They do the silent disco. Yes. Oh,
0: man. And you're in costume. Like, they encourage you to come in costume. I'm never going to forget my friend Kit. They have, like, the best costume. I think I have a photo of them. I have to post it later for you all Yeah. But It's, it's so much fun.
1: It's so fun. And just, it draws a wide crowd, you know? Fem people of all shapes, sizes, all over the place, and it's it's really cool to be around yeah. such a like diverse community. And it's just such a special space. Like Rome is so sacred. Yeah. I just feel so lucky to be a part of it, and I yeah. just love them so much. So it was yeah, <laughs> it was great. We're and hoping
0: to, the crew can be there next year for the for yeah. Oh
1: my of. gosh, I hope so. That one's gonna be wild because. Already the Frida one's the biggest, like this year, I think there was 500 participants there, which wow. is a lot. So next year there's going to be a thousand. So that'll be a lot. Wow. Yeah.
0: We have to go, Candice. You, me, I Becca, know. Alexis, we're all going.
1: Yeah. See you there.
0: <laughs> so good. So have
2: down. you been Candace? So uh, Rome had like a specialized demo that came into Bentonville. And I had signed up for it. I actually didn't even, I was kind of still a beginner mountain biker when they came in. So I really hadn't even heard about Rome yet because I was just getting into the biking community. Um, And they literally, they just showed up, gave us a bunch of bikes to demo. um, And then we had like a bike mechanic class right after. So it was like pretty cool because I guess it would maybe be like a micro version of what Rome Fest would be because it was about like eight hours. Yeah. So it, it was cool. So I definitely wanted to, at that point, learned about the fest and all that's, you know, all the things that go
1: on there. So I'm like, well, I got to do that.
2: Yeah. Eight hours of fun.
1: It's so. In a weekend. Any, any time you get to cross paths with the Rome crew, it's, you're lucky. You know, even if it's eight hours, if it's three days. um, Yeah. Me feeling like I want to move to Grand Junction to get to hang out with them all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They're great. And, we should just yeah. go there and hang out. Why not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it really like Juliana's mission and Rome's, I feel like align so well. And it's just, we thrive there. For yeah. Sure. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, was there any ABBA? Adam is.
1: I don't think there was any ABBA, but so, so they have the great part about the silent disco is you get, there's two channels. So. Maybe if some ABBA played on a channel I wasn't on at that moment because you can see so you're like, Oh, this isn't a vibe. Switch the channel, and it's it's so fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think Adam is saying, uh, oh yeah, I got the sugar plum fest swag back here. They gave me the uh, oh nice. It's the women's event at Sky Park, which is our local bike park.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. We were there
0: last year. Sure. You should come next I was. year. Yeah, we got. We were there. Our logo is there. That's why I love that. Our logos on. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Represent. So, tell us a little bit about your mountain biking journey. Like, how long have you been doing this, and what led you to Juliana? Really? Yeah.
1: Um, You know, I did not grow up riding mountain bikes, and. Um, I grew up riding horses and playing soccer and all that.
0: (laughs) Nice. Oh yeah. I think, uh, quick,
1: quick moment for mountain water.
0: Um, I know
1: I was like,
2: it's, I promised guys it's not a 40 ounce of beer. It's, uh, (laughs) it's water.
1: Some old English,
0: just no big deal. Settle down (laughs) Johnny. It's water. (laughs) I should have packed it in
2: like a paper bag.
0: Yeah. That would Um, have been better. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh,
1: it's all good. Um, yeah, so I like was a bike commuter and loved bikes, but I was living in Corvallis, Oregon at the time. I graduated college. I was waitressing, working on farms, felt like I had a little cash in my pocket from my big waitressing job. I was walking <laughs> downtown Corvallis. And I remember looking in the window and seeing this. I think a friend of mine had gotten like a mountain bike recently, so it was maybe on my mind, but I remember looking in the window and seeing this Trek um marlin and i was like that looks like fun Ooh. i'm i'm gonna buy that walked in 450 bucks felt like it was a pretty big purchase at the time and yeah just kind of bought it on a whim and did not really know what to do with it i'm like all right I'll, <laughs> i'm gonna ride to the trailhead and the trailhead and one of them in corvallis is like up this big hill and by the time i got there i was exhausted and it was a total mess but Yeah, I just kind of had it and like dabbled around on it a bit. Um, Found One of my friends, boyfriends was into it in Corvallis. So he took me out a few times and thought it was super fun. And then I ended up moving to Bend. And when I got there, everyone, everyone mountain biked. I'm like, well, I am. It's so perfect. That's what you do there. Yeah, like, sweet. (laughs) I got one of those. And, you know, just kind of made friends, started going out. And um, I had a friend at the time who took me to Mount Bachelor and Mm -hmm. let me borrow a full suspension bike and took me to the bike park, had no idea what the heck any of this was and was just like, holy shit, this is it.
0: (laughs) Game over.
1: Obsessed, (laughs) yeah, and just became obsessed with it. I actually was really into jujitsu at the time and kind of similar, you know, just like any of these sports. Don't mess with with Hannah,
0: people. Don't mess with Hannah. That is why I put that out there. It's a minor threat. But uh,
1: (laughs) yeah, it was like, hey, you have to like devote all your time, you know, if you want to be good at something. And I don't know, mountain biking just, yeah, really grabbed me, became obsessed and kind of dropped everything and just started going all the time. And again, Bend is such a great place to get into it. The trails are so accessible. I think probably similar to Arkansas, like accessible trails, you know, lots of blues, green signage everywhere. And then having the bike park there and just the crowd I fell in with at the time were downhillers. And so I just, yeah, really took to the bike park. Um, and then you I drove right, yeah, like, right in. You like, right. Yeah, yeah, I kinda did, yes. I don't know, I just wanted to, you know, and then I you're riding like, with your friends, and you're like, oh, I wanna keep up, like, damn it, I wanna yeah. ride with you, so I wanna get better. Um, and then I'm like, hey, okay, I need a new bike, you know, and found a 2011 oh, Santa Cruz Heckler. Which was my nice. first full suspension bike, little twenty six inch wheels. Um, Solid. Oh wow! Yeah, progressed as far as I could on that bike, and then it, I was felt like I was getting held back by it, and like I need a new bike, but they're so expensive, and I didn't really know what to do. And um, I had just finished this job being a park ranger at the BLM. Was back in oh, bed. I walked so in. Yeah, and I'd always seen like Santa Cruz and Juliana bikes online. Those are so
0: cool. I want
1: them. And so I found a dealer in Bend, and I walked in, and I was like, "I really want to buy a Nomad. And will you hire me? Like, <laughs> I need to work here. I need to work here because I need a bike. And you know, Dan, <laughs> Pine Mountain Sports. Dan, the owner, bless his heart, he's such a sweetheart, and he did. He hired me and." I got, I ended up getting the Juliana Strega at the time, um, which was the equivalent Ooh. of the Nomad. Um, okay. My travel so, bike. Yeah. It was like 170. It was green, so pretty, and kind of didn't know too much about Juliana at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, bought that bike and it was just game over. Just got to game learn over, so much about bikes, working at the bike shop and um, ended up starting to run their women's mountain bike program out of the shop there. And, nice. yeah. and that's, that's how it all started.
0: So you've been involved in this community, especially with women for a while now and that's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was, I think I started working at Pine Mountain in 2017. Um. So In the grand scheme, I know I'm working, you know, now I work at Santa Cruz Bike, so crazy. And, you know, a lot of people here are (laughs) like, I've I've been biking since I was a kid, you know. And so sometimes (laughs) I'm like, I feel a little bit of that imposter syndrome, like still am relatively new to all of it, but just – yeah, yeah. I found found the community and I'm so great. It's amazing.
0: Um, we got Trail Pimp here, who's, who's one of our really amazing supporters. He took a question out of my playbook, which I was yeah. gonna ask you, which good. is what bike are you on now? What bike are you riding right now?
1: Yeah, so my daily driver is the Juliana Rubion. The nice. What the, color? The hot pink one, of course. Yes, <laughs> I, I want that bike so bad. I know you do. We're gonna we're gonna talk more. Um, okay. But I also I got a green <laughs> lyric for it, um so it looks like a little Ooh. strawberry, and it's so freaking cute. I love it. Um,
0: I'm gonna <laughs> to so those of you watching. I'm gonna share with you guys like what this bike looks like. And I know Adam, you're listening. This bike is hot pink, my friend. I hold it's on, hold on. I gotta pink. show you this. This thing it's is a, ama- look at this bike right now. Yeah, look at this thing.
1: Matt fuchsia.
0: And it's a mullet, right? It's 29 in the front. It's 27 it in the back.
1: Yep. 150, 160 millimeters of suspension. And yeah, I love it. It was the first mullet bike I ever had. And I just love it. I'm 5'4". Um, I'd always Same. ridden 27.5 front and rear. So, you know, before this Rubion, I was riding the Strake all the time, which was the Nomad. I think like the version, I don't know, t- the last iteration, or two iterations of the Nomad ago. Yeah. So, um anyway, was like, okay, mullet. Like I I've ridden some 29ers just never felt super comfy on them. Um I was uh-huh. just for my riding style and probably just never gave it enough time and I'm short. So, anyway, I find the mullet to be like just the sweet spot. You get the benefit yeah. of a 29er up front rolling over, you know, obstacles, bumps in the road, but then here yeah. in Santa Cruz the the trails are freaking steep so i can still get off the back and like not buzz my butt um they corner really great so that's my daily driver and then i'm lucky enough to also have a santa cruz v10 8 the new one which is also no good. Day. And I'm oh, girl. girl i, I mean peep. it's the coolest thing that'll ever happen to me in my job so <laughs> but, okay.
0: We have the amazing Jess the Maker in the house asking if you guys accept random visitors at Santa Cruz HQ because I have a feeling she's just going to show up one day. (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay, I I would be
1: honored if Jess, you showed up here in Santa Cruz. I'll roll out the red carpet for you. And we absolutely do accept visitors. Like you can get a factory tour. You know, when I have friends or family visit, I give factory tours. So totally. That would be yeah. really fun. We can make yeah. a little factory Friday video. We should talk.
0: Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> Jess, if you're watching here, I'm, I'm yeah. dirt scouts. Make the best beer. Um, no, uh, I think that's awesome. That bike is absolutely amazing, and I actually saw it in person in March at the Sedona Mount Bike Festival. One of the ladies we were riding with. Uh, she had that bike and I was just like, I was doing like one of these. I'm like, yeah, can I like take
1: you? Have- <laughs> I've never been to
0: Santa Cruz or a Rubion or the VPP suspension. Like that's totally new to me, friend.
1: Yeah. We got to change that. We got to change that. Yeah. yeah. The pink, it's funny. Cause I feel like maybe five years ago, if we launched a pink bike, it maybe would have been not accepted well. And I feel mm-hmm. like pink has had a comeback. And this we launched it even before the Barbie movie, which I'm like, oh, we yes. could have we could have done some <laughs> cool stuff Aww. with that. But yeah, I, I love having a pink bike, and men, women, all genders love that bike. Oh, yeah. And I don't yeah. think we're lucky enough to have Campbell Steers. Shout out to my girl who um is a graphic designer, one of them here in Santa Cruz in the building, and she's like dedicated kind of Juliana colorways and we just score with her. So yeah, she comes yeah. Up with yeah. colors. I don't think Santa Cruz is opposed to pink bikes by any means. Cause I see some <laughs> gender discussion going on over there. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, we, we got just, Adam in the house who loves hot pink. He bought one of my shirts with the hot pink logo on it. So <laughs> I know he's all so- for it. Maybe
1: there will be some pink Santa Cruz's coming in the future. That's all I'll say.
0: Ooh, Adam, I think you're going you go. to switch, my friend. I think you no. need to switch from Specialized to Santa Cruz. I'm just <laughs> well, saying. Definitely. Just you out out there.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, part of the reason why I've all – so I kind of shopped a little bit for a bike recently in the Juliana family because I know that they make bikes for short women, and I – come in at five foot. So Shorty. and uh, unfortunately, yeah, the like shortest part of me is my legs. So like the standover is just so challenging for me to find a bike. And um, I, there was a demo where I got to do, I think demo the Furtado. And unfortunately it was just, they really only allowed us to have the bike for like 45 minutes. So Putting it on the rack, getting it to the trailhead, trying to adjust the brakes and everything for me just to take it around like two times. It uh-huh. was pretty short. So I'm going to yeah. rent it because they do actually have an extra small in stock for me. But yeah. I kind of like I could fit on the small too. Yeah. But I would love to have a 29er because mm-hmm. right now I have a 27.5 and Bentonville um, has so many rocks and boulders. And I yeah. feel like I could probably get up and over stuff just a little bit better if I had a different tire on there. Um totally. I work with what I have. It is what it is. But right. Yeah. I'm like, I do want to demo that bike really bad, like but all day and take it on the big <laughs>
1: <laughs> all day. Like, every all day.
2: day. Yeah. Day.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I would encourage you to also try a mullet, just saying. Um I was yeah, gonna say I, you know, can't go wrong either way. I think having a 29 inch wheel up front is a major benefit. And then, yeah, a full 29er. I, that makes sense. I've ridden in Arkansas and it's pretty like, I don't know. I feel like it's not anything steep per se, but you do have a lot of rocks and chunder. And yeah. There's a lot of 10. Yeah. I could see A lot of Yeah. Being helpful. Yeah. There. And
2: the areas that we ride a lot, they're those are definitely like, it's definitely like raw hand cut trails. So if there was a boulder there. They Don't move it or chip at it or anything, it's just kind of like, nope, you get up and over this or you come down it. So,
0: yeah,
1: it's yeah. just up there. Yeah. so
2: it, yeah, it is challenging with a 27.5 to attempt to get over like a three foot rock.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can get, yeah, not a challenge for sure. Well, okay, you, know, you should maybe try an extra small for Tato or Rubion or the Joplin. I yeah. also make an extra small, which is a 29er front rear as well. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think the Vertado would be perfect for um for Bentonville. I think like it would be like yeah. a perfect bike. That's what yeah, I, really I don't you guys
2: know, travel down here because it's so pedal heavy anyway. Um yeah. it's like I mean I have to pedal miles to get to the top to go downhill. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want a big old travel bike. Just, just yeah. Not
0: even. yeah. Um so Adam, we're gonna send you. I'm going to make it a campaign to get you a hot pink bike <laughs> Whether we need to wrap it or whatever. We're going to do it. Um, Trailpin is asking you if you like the new V10. I
1: do. I really, really do. I had the older V10 or the last version of the V10 um, in a 20s in a small. So the previous V10, a size small was 27.5 front and rear and it was just small, like really little. Uh, I think the reach was like 413 millimeters. And oh, um, it was fun because it was like pretty nimble for a downhill bike. Like I would ride it all the time in Santa Cruz. And, you know, everyone's always like, you don't need a downhill bike. I'm like, you've never ridden a downhill bike. Really. But <laughs> if you did, you know you need one. <laughs> um, so then jumping to this new one, it's a mullet in a size small. And it's also much Bigger and there's adjustable, there's three positions for the headset cups and the chainstay. So it can actually grow by eight millimeters. Oh. So I have it set up right in the middle of all the settings. So it's at 420 uh nice. reach. And yeah, man, to me, it just is so it was such a big upgrade. It feels really well balanced. I feel like it corners so well. It breaks better. Um, like the suspension. What brakes do you have on there? Better under uh, Actually, at this moment, I have one hope and one TRP because I busted my other hope. So I'm a trend setting right now with two breaks. But uh, I have been running hopes on there, which I'm a big fan because you can really adjust the lever and engagement for a smaller hand.
0: Oh, nice. Nice.
1: they, they're strong they kind of suck to bleed but other than that they're amazing so yeah big fan of the new v10 it to me definitely feels like a more of a proper sled like i feel more planted to the ground feels like a good solid downhill bike but
0: that's awesome so that's awesome um so <laughs> i do have some questions here i, I want to ask <laughs> you as well yeah one of them being Uh, what's it like being a woman in the MTV industry? Like you've been in the industry for a little while now and you started at a bike shop and and you came back to one of the biggest mountain bike um, companies in the world. Like I think... My friend uh, Mark once said that Santa Cruz is like the Gucci of mountain bikes. Because <laughs> I, said, oh I, I told him how my wife will only ride a Santa, like she won't ride anything else but Santa Cruz's. and he's like, "Well, you kind of started her off in the Gucci of mountain bikes. What do you expect?" So <laughs> <laughs> <It's true. laughs> once you, you taste it like, like gold, you only want gold, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it like? Like what has your experience been like being a woman in the MTV industry?
1: Yeah. I've been ruminating on that question because there's just so much to say, really. But um, you know, I feel pretty lucky to I in general I wanna be positive and like I feel I have had a really great experience in the bike industry, you know, like working at Pine Mountain Sports is like a car dealership of, of a bike shop. Like they're just so dialed, so professional. They have multiple women working there. So it wasn't like I was the only one and, nice. and just really values that professionalism and like treating customers a certain way. So I was lucky enough not to like walk into a super bro bike shop and have that experience you yeah. have had before. Oh my gosh. So intimidating walking in when you're like, I just want to know things and I don't know anything, you know? And so then, you know, getting the job with Juliana. Um yeah, sometimes it feels like being the youngest sibling and trying to get your family to listen to you.
0: You know, like you kind of oh. have to
1: yell extra loud, but you want to do that in a way that's still acceptable and not gonna God forbid. Men Like, ooh, Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's definitely, I feel it is a bit of a dance, Um, but I think it mirrors what we deal with in society. You know, it's the same, yeah. it's the same thing. It's just like what we all deal with every day. And there's so many yeah. wonderful men and I'm lucky enough to have, I work with predominantly men and love my coworkers, you know, um, but yeah, I do feel, especially being like a younger, smaller woman, um, sometimes I feel like I just have to present myself and yeah, you just kind of have to try a little harder to be taken seriously and to be heard. And yeah. it can be really frustrating and, you know, um, yeah. 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 I mean, say,
0: but I feel like that's, you brought up a good point. It's relevant for women across the board, I guess, um, in certain industries. I, you know, like Adam is just pointing out, it sucks that it still has to be a dance. It, I mean, it is in a lot of industries for women nowadays, especially yes. ones that are dominated by men. And I know that there are a lot of men who are um, advocates and allies and, you know, do yes. all the things to help us, especially all the amazing ones in the chat, all the all the yeah. guys that showed up today to support yes, us. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's still unfortunate, but it's I think, so I think I touched earlier, you are now part of the Santa Cruz marketing team, too, right?
1: Yeah, just recently, that kind of happened where um, I got brought into Santa Cruz marketing as well, and just makes sense. I mean, like I work in this room with the Santa Cruz marketing team every day, but, yeah. but kind of was just doing my own thing, like, Operating a bit on an island, so now it just—it's so great. It's just more cohesive. They there's just more um, clarity on like what Juliana is doing, what Santa Cruz is doing, how we can work together. Yeah. Um. So that's been really great, and the depth of knowledge in the Santa Cruz marketing team is huge, and I feel lucky to get yeah the sounding board now a bit, um, which I had before, but now just having it more official is great. Plus, Santa Cruz needs to market to women. Turns out they're not a male-specific <laughs> brand. So um, that's cool to hopefully get to help push that along. Um, and yeah, I guess like I do take my role really seriously and I feel really lucky to be in a role that can have some influence and try to push the envelope for my fellow women because I'm just so grateful. You know, Elena Caldwell, Kelly Emmett hired me you know, three years ago and gave me this chance. And so, um, we get, That's I get amazing. to hopefully offer, you know, and support other non-males in the bike industry. So
0: yeah. It's I think like, it's good. Yeah. I it's think it's great. Good. I think yeah. your knowledge from the woman's perspective is really going to help in the Santa Cruz side of things too. You know, like you have exactly. really amazing knowledge that would help your counterparts there because, Um, that's something that is lacking in most things is the woman's perspective in this male industry. Um, I'm excited for you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. And, you know, I don't think it's like necessarily on purpose that, you know, I don't think people are walking around being like, I don't care about what women think, blah, blah, blah. But it's more just like, we got to make money. We're, we're, you know, but I'm like, you know what? There's a whole market out there that we haven't properly marketed to. Like there's money to be made marketing to women. So. Yeah. See, that's what, when I was, you know,
2: talking to you earlier about like, is it difficult to market to women more so than men? Like now you, you are going to have that experience of kind of seeing what, you know, that looks like a little bit between, marketing yeah. for
1: per santa cruz or just for juliana and mm-hmm. you yeah. know so yeah and i just feel like it is you know women do i think make purchasing decisions differently than men um obviously general broad statements here but i do think that's true and um you know but i think more than anything it's it's like being able to see yourself in the marketing campaigns like do i see myself yeah. out there it's just like You know, why should women be at Red Bull Rampage? It's like we need that aspirational marketing. You should be able to see someone like you at the pinnacle of your sport or whatever you're striving to do um, for inspiration. And, yeah, I'm probably not going to go compete in Red Bull Rampage. But, um, yeah, and that same with, you know, not just women, but, like, (laughs) you know, non-binary people and, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I mean, you're a woman in one of the biggest mountain bike companies in the world. Like that mm-hmm. you're, you have a seat at the table and I think that that's phenomenal. We can't mm-hmm. even go into rampage. I'm still so upset about all of that. Like I can't, yeah, I'm glad, like in a way, <laughs> if Becca's listening to this, yourself, she's going off.
2: You yeah. want to sling yourself off a cliff on a bike. At your leisure. To go ahead and do that. Why, Power to why would you deny someone wanting to do that? I don't want to do it.
0: I I representation right it's like you said <laughs> i want to see someone like me on a billboard i want to see someone like me ripping yeah. down the downhill on a juliana or a santa cruz it doesn't matter like i want to see i want to be you know well represented. i think too, this
2: you know just like any women's sport that you have to pave the way certainly but there there was never really any room for a large amounts of women to come into sports and especially this sport. And so if you did so happen to make it up there, well then competing started right because they were maybe only going to allow one or two women at a time. So then all that com- competition starts and then there's jealousy and all this stuff that goes on. And now yeah. I feel like that probably is maybe how the old school dudes used to think about it is like, Oh, well, we can't yeah. really like let the women. And cause all they do is just, you know, complain about the competing against each other and there's jealousy and all this stuff, but now it's like which it's is so stupid much more completely
1: false. Like, yeah. Yeah. Competing, it's a narrative. Well, there's
2: room for us all together now to be up there. So yeah. I really don't feel like that is an issue anymore because now we can all actually support and encourage each other and like, yeah, let that stigma
1: yeah. The and the mentality just isn't, yeah, it doesn't add up. It's like men competing. Against, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's antiquated, as uh, Adam said. And <laughs> I know oh, yeah, that a lot right. of men out there, you know, support. There is a huge support, you know, in our rally cries to let women ride and rampage. Yeah. And that was really awesome to see. You know, it's just unfortunately that I think a lot of our, industry is run by just like our government, some older men who've been in this position for a long time and they just can't even get out of their own way. You know, like their minds are set in a way and they can't, they they can't even get out of their own way. And But you know,
0: like, like everyone, it'll evolve. They'll disappear. Yeah. The evolution, it'll change, mindsets will change, and we just yeah. have to keep plugging along and do what it's we do. Really it's already happening. It's, yeah. it's already happening. Um, just pivoting real quick, Trail Pimp is talking about the VPP suspension, and I was saying how I've never ridden it. Do you can you tell us a little bit about that? Like the yeah. A little What's bit. awesome I'm about the VPPs?
1: That's just a marketing person, but yeah, okay. VPP stands for virtual pivot point. And nice. um yeah, so the VPP suspension, we've been using it I think since like 2001 and Ooh. um pretty much it it just it just like most suspension I think is trying to be as plush as possible while always also being as efficient as possible. And I think a lot of what I hear from people outside of Santa Cruz who ride all sorts of different bikes and so can give a good perspective is maybe um, Santa Cruz bikes ride, they're very supportive. They, uh, they're they not like, I don't want to say they're stiff because that sounds bad. But like, <laughs> um, they- Sturdy. They're sturdy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't know, I kind of got lost in my train of thought there. I <laughs> no. uh I wrote down a little bit about the VPP in case this <laughs> nice. came up. So, but yeah, so pretty much it utilizes two links that rotate in opposite directions, creating a visual virtual. Um yeah, so it makes the design just re- it's really tunable. And yep. delivers, yeah, just like great writing characteristics. And if you do want to know more, if you go on the Santa Cruz website, there's a whole page about VPV suspension.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm so trying
1: to pull it up right now. Website, but yeah, you know, every company has their um, patented design. And that's that's the one we've been using for, what, 22 years now. So dang.
0: That's yeah. That's amazing. I love how on the website, it also has a link that says like find the right bike for you too. Um, yes. I think so that's really cool.
1: That's a newer campaign. We just, yeah, just launched is our quizinator we call it. So because <laughs> aesthetically, if you look at Santa Cruz, Juliana bikes, aesthetically, they look very similar, right? The shocks oriented in the same way. And I think if you're kind of getting into the sport and you're like, which one should I purchase? Um, it can be easy to be like, Oh my gosh, they all look the same. And so, um, you can now take this quiz and it, you know, but through answering different questions, will kind of lead you to the bike you should have, which we're about to, so that is launched on the Santa Cruz website. And we're just about to launch it on the Juliet on a website. Um, you'll be able to do that too.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things I wanted to ask you about too, is this, like, I guess this is new for juliana and santa cruz where you can buy online and pick up in store right that's a new feature it is.
1: it's new yeah kind of a big deal you know um just trying to make our product more accessible um you know santa cruz yeah. juliana is not a direct consumer brand so you have to purchase us through a bike shop which is amazing that's what we support so many like mom and pop yeah. shops you know all over the world um So, and then, you know, we do sell online through Mike's Bikes, Evo, and Backcountry. Um, And so, this kind of buy online, pick up in the store is pretty much utilizing our B2B, but it's putting that in the power of the consumer. So, you know, I know I want an S-Kit Rubion, you know, in Jade, and my local dealer does not have it. You can order it. It'll show up at your bike shop to be built and yeah. So it's pretty awesome. It's just putting that power into the hands of the consumer and kind of deleting a step of having to like have your bike shop employee do that for you. So, yeah. But, and still awesome. including
0: the bike shop in there, right. As but, you're doing that. So which yeah. is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Um, which I think is awesome. And like another, I love that we um, support bike shops and we also like, although our you know, frames and wheels come from Taiwan, the carbon bits, you know, here in the factory, we have like 350 employees that are assembling every single Santa Cruz Juliana bike. So that they're all assembled here in Santa Cruz, which is a pretty big deal. Most other companies, yeah. there's some everything's done overseas. So um, another yeah. thing I really appreciate about our company. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Trail Features has a good question here. I know that women-specific brands have helped bring more women women into the sport. What is some of the best feedback Juliana has gotten from women riders about what they love about Juliana bikes?
1: That's awesome.
0: That's a yeah. really great question.
1: I think you know Juliana just gets to be another choice for people. You know, there's a there's some women out there who are like, "No, nah, I want a Santa Cruz. or I want." a giant, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe I don't, I don't yeah. want to be a part of a women specific thing and that's totally fine, but some do. And so we get to offer that space. Like if you don't really identify with the super male dominated, you know, mountain bike culture out there, come be with us. And we're, you know, we're inclusive. Um, you know, we're really, uh, really Juliana is a community. And I yeah. think that's what, Going out into the into the world, like going to Rome Fest, posting our demos and stuff. It's always such an amazing affirmation because there's so much love for Juliana. I mean, at Rome Fest, they open the gates at 8 a.m. and women are sprinting to Juliana yes. like, go out first. Like it, it's crazy, and um, I think it's just because our attention to detail and our focus on elevating femme writers in. A very male dominated space. So, that above anything is what I think draws women to Juliana. Obviously, we have a premium product. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's you tried and true. As you said, Santa Cruz bicycles are known and we just make a good product. But I think Juliana, it's beyond the product, it's about the community that we get to provide and the space we get to offer for the people yeah. who want it. Yeah. That's yeah, so that cool. That's awesome. I think yeah.
0: we were going to ask her that question, right, Candace? We had something like that written down. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The next yeah. one. What is the inspiration behind the name Juliana? I know this, but let Hannah answer this question.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> legend Juliana Furtado herself, you know, uh, if you don't know, she was like a Epic bike racer back in the 90s. And she won one year, she won both the cross country world championship and the downhill world championship, um, same year, which was like unheard of at the time. You know, she was like, what the heck? And, you know, they're on these crazy, pretty much rigid bikes. Yeah. Um, oh, man. So she's just. Um, peak of her sport and um, was involved with Santa Cruz and she came to Rob Roscoe at the time and was like, Hey, what are we doing to market to women? What are we doing for women out here? And so she inspired the brand and they started off, we started off with just a, it was a Santa Cruz, Juliana. So it was a Santa Cruz model, but Juliana. And then be, we became a standalone brand in 2015 or 14. That's 15. so awesome. Or maybe 13, one of those years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And um, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. But yeah. And so, yeah, Julie Furtado, she still lives here in Santa Cruz. Yeah. I She's mean, would you higher than that, when a bike brand is like, okay,
2: we're just going to name these bikes after you and then yeah. market them to women. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like, okay, well, I just peaked.
1: Yeah. I know. <laughs> She's, she Can't so go any higher good. than that. She hates the limelight. I'm always inviting her to our party. She does show up to some Juliana party sometimes, but she kind of like is in the corner and like, she doesn't love the limelight, which I'm like, girl, this is
2: your freaking <laughs> brand. <laughs> I know. Mama. These are like your babies.
1: Like, yeah. All <laughs>
2: There's
1: a lot of pride awesome. for sure. I know she's very proud of the brand and I'm so grateful she had this idea. So here we are. Yeah.
0: There.
1: That's it's so cool. cool.
0: Yeah. Um, who does pick the colorways for Juliana Bike? I'm telling you, it's Campbell
1: Steers, my girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in general, the Santa Cruz, you know, graphics team—they're just amazing. They're perfectionists. They like—I've sat in in some meetings when they're discussing colors, and yeah. it's unbelievable. You're like, oh, it's a color, like whatever. They it is not just a color they go into the history of the bike and how it lines up with the other bike and like there's so much thought that goes into picking the colors for santa cruz and juliana it's wild you know juliana in many ways like colors and lots of other things since we are kind of the smaller brand within this bigger company we kind of get to like do things a little differently sometimes which is great we we don't have as I feel as such hard lines as Santa Cruz and Santa Cruz is just so big and established. Um, so yeah, we kind of get to pick our colors a little more. Maybe we get it. We get a little more say, I would say, but honestly, it's Campbell. She's just, she gets it.
0: Well, maybe as trail, <laughs> as trail features is suggesting Campbell can help the rest of the industry pick good colors. I don't know. I think there's some great colors on bikes nowadays. Yeah,
1: there are. I think for so, sure. Too. Yeah.
0: They're so Just pretty. looking at the Juliana ones right now, I mean, I can't get over that hot pink. To me, oh, no. that's amazing. But oh, Candace, see, I if-
2: really love that like jewel kind of dark sagey green color that's on the Frittato. I love I love that because I money. would change the triangle and I would want to put like a neon yellow triangle, like rare triangle in the back.
1: So that's the Ruby on, but this then one? also the, the Frittato oh, yeah. there. The Furtado is also similar, but it's like, it's called Aquamarine. It's a little different. It has like a bit of effervescence. Like that one's also beautiful. It's like a freaking unicorn. This (laughs) one here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I rode with Tess, Dusty Betty uh, last month and she had this bike and this bike looked really nice in person. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great one. It was a great bike, especially for Sedona. But no, Candace, I swear to God, you need to get this one. This is the one you need to get. Look at the color of this thing. Hold on, let's go down to the specs <laughs> at the bottom. I'm too it's, excited, I'm picking out a Candace's bike for her. Look at this, it's like,
1: flore- it, there's like this- It's pearly. In the in the light, yeah. it changes color, it can turn like purple and it's kind of- oh,
2: I love that. I'm very much into oil slick right now. I started kidding my bike out in oil slick everything. So like, I do love a good color change.
1: This fricato, Imagine this, yeah. gorgeous, with oil
0: yeah. slick accents, Candace. Imagine Ew, yeah. this, yeah. Okay, Candice, goodbye for you.
1: We do, yeah, we have and
2: that's-
1: So I do see one question over here that I'd love to answer, if that's okay. Yeah, the mountain bike. Yeah, let key, me. He's asking about sizing. Here we go.
0: Yep. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, Johnny. Here we go.
1: And I just kind of want to bust this myth because let's um, bust it. <laughs> bust it. <laughs> um, like, Juliana bikes are not, it's literally a Santa Cruz frame painted differently. There are differences right. in touch points, women's specific seat, right. little bit narrow bars, women's specific grips. We do have a little different shock tune. The compression is a slightly lighter tune, which honestly would benefit a lot of humans under a certain body weight. Um, but uh, no, the sizing and geometry is exactly the same. It's not a you know, sizing isn't about gender, it's just about body type. So, yeah. you know, if your wife is five, nine, it probably depends. She's like kind of on the cusp, right? Of like a medium large, but probably medium. Um, if she has like an uber long torso, then maybe a large, but um, but yeah, just want to put it out there that the shrink it and pink it thing of the past is not a thing. Like women don't oh need to that term. Product.
0: Yeah. I was like, yeah, I
1: know shrink it, pink it. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I heard amazing. that the other day. One of my buddies actually texted me that. And I was like, where did you even hear that? He's no, like, no, oh, it's just a term people use. And I was like, that's so not
1: it's good. weird, but now I'm like, yes, pink it. I want it pink, but you don't need to shrink <laughs> it. You know?
0: I, yeah, I mean, I want that pink bike, <laughs> but I also want that super amazing looking um. Uh, Furtado, right there. And just as Jess would say, get her with the peer pressure. I am known <laughs> to get my friends to buy bikes. Um, <laughs> one of my best friends, my riding buddy, he lives like two doors down from me. He'd had this old bike, it was like an eight year old bike. And I saw a Santa Cruz Hightower, it was a height of COVID where you couldn't find like any bikes, right? And I was at my bike shop and I was like, Kyle, there's this red Santa Cruz Hightower carbon like you need to get this bike and he's like i'm in monterey i can't get down there blah 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 and i'm like dude just call the shop tell them you know me and they're gonna put the bike on hold for you a day later he buys the bike Yes, yeah. <laughs> every, single, <laughs> day. every <laughs> single day that we ride he's like just don't tell me or you want to buy a new bike because she'll convince you to get one
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just saying yeah bikes are because of you know the we're on the like flip side of COVID. Now we all have too many bikes and you can get some great pricing on bikes right now. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, no, There, I was just looking at the website and some of the bikes are really, really amazingly priced. Like I couldn't believe yeah. that you could get a carbon bike under five grand. I know, like, right? That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So and a lot easy. of
1: these, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying it is actually a good time to purchase a bike these days.
0: Yeah, it yeah. really is. With some great components. You've got some SRAM, a mixture of SRAM and RockShox on there. But mm-hmm. the components are good. And, you know, one thing I will say to Johnny's question about the differences in the bikes, the, the saddle makes a huge difference for women. Like, um, Like, if you get a bike for Lauren and you want to get a Juliana, like, she's going to be loving that saddle. Because that's one of the biggest things that we, I've had, I've been through five different saddles until I found the one that I liked.
2: Yeah. Well, that was the first thing that changed when I purchased my last bike yeah. because the two by four they had me sitting on <laughs> was so uncomfortable. I was like, There, I I would rather just hover over my seat and bike yeah. for 10 miles than sit on this <laughs> thing. And I even put it on David's bike, and he was like, This is insane. This seat is longer than the seat that was on his transition. He was like, How is this? he was like this is what came stock on your extra small rocky and I was like yeah Yeah. <laughs> like I and I don't know why so yeah. I literally was like I have to go to a new seat now like it it
1: was wild seats are so, yeah. hard, but I just, it's so seats are hard like we honestly don't put a like we we do put time and effort into our seats but it's kind of like you just know that someone's probably gonna Change it out because it's just so specific, like to you. Oh, man. for sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. Like, why waste money on?
1: Yeah. Not, you could
2: put that money into company. another part of the bike. Yeah. yeah. Someone's not going to like upgrade. So,
0: yeah. You know what I think would be really cool? I had this idea the other day and I was telling my wife, she's like, sure. She doesn't, she just listens to me. Like, she's, she's awesome. She would just <laughs> listen to me, like, go on for hours. But, um, what if, when you are picking your bike and you want to get the trim or whatever, there's an extra little drop down button on the website that lets you pick a saddle.
1: That would Since be these so are original,
0: like these bikes are made in house. They're made not made. I'm sorry. They're assembled, right? Yeah, at the factory. Like, yep. why not have a drop down that the, a woman or a man, whoever has wider sit bones like me, can go? Okay, I need the 165 mil saddle versus the 130 whatever
1: i know. You know that'd
0: be so dreamy yeah yeah just saying
1: so many things i would want to be able to like yeah specify on the bike yeah it all comes uh, down to skus and all that and blah blah blah
0: the yeah. assometer thank you alexis alexis is part of our crew she works <laughs> at a bike shop too now and oh, no, she says they oh, have my. Yeah, Alex, she's awesome. You know, earlier you were talking about you were fortunate to work at this bike shop that didn't have like the bro culture and the bro mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, I think sometimes it gets hard for women who do work at bike shops like that. Um, But yeah, Oh, Adam wants his assometer now. You should go (laughs) get it measured, Adam. Go see Alexis.
1: Definitely worth it. Worth doing that.
0: (laughs) 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 Um, What are the chances... That Juliana will come out with an e bike anytime soon. Any chances of that happening? Mm. Oh boy. That sounds like she's got something. It's like a class. My that sounds like we should right skip there. the question. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a bit of a sore subject
0: for me. Um, oh, no, but well, I, I'm sorry. I hope
1: soon. Yeah, I hope okay. very soon. Unfortunately, I don't have the power to um decide what line to? of bikes Juliana has <laughs> um but yeah i really think that that's the biggest thing that i'm pushing for at this moment is because Juliana is a brand that like our our mission is about inclusivity and yeah e-mountain bikes are like the the biggest way to be inclusive right you can, yep it is so I really think it's it's coming down the pike. It's just it's a hard time, you know, in the industry. We kind of got to move through the product we have. And then, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's coming soon.
0: Well, we're de- We're here to help anything. Who do we need to talk to? Like I get, get that on data. The keyboard. Thank, you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to collect, you know, when I'm at Rome, when I'm at out in the field, yeah. I'm trying to really collect that data of like how many people ask me about any bike and um, you know, and I think in time it'll happen. Yeah.
0: I am more than happy to share what I have with you too because we're thank working you. on an e bike series, as you know. Yeah. We've been talking yeah, yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. So like happy to do it. And then if Lauren and I come up to Santa Cruz in the in December, I we hope wanna we wanna like talk to some people. Yeah. I have a big mouth. Everyone knows that. I'm just gonna go thank you. <laughs> Maybe
1: we should talk more for sure. But yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I've been talking too much. Candace, did you I did I blow some of your questions? Like what? I think no. you had some stuff you no okay all right um she answered mine we usually have one question we also ask the guests and it what what is the best worst advice you've ever received about your mountain when you're riding your mountain bike so like it's the advice is so bad that it's like the best one you've ever received you know like just pull back or just pull up or just, yeah. just send it. or You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the <laughs> Best worst advice that you, uh,
1: I wish I had something super duper clever. I, I've been thinking <laughs> about this and I wanted to feel like, boom, this zinger, but I I honestly feel like it is the just send it or like, follow me. Oh yeah. Well, want me to leave me, lead you through, like follow me. And yeah, I think that can be the worst advice if you don't know the person. And I think, yeah, like I have my own little story about that of kind of being green. But like, you know, I started to jump. I was hitting some bigger things, felt confident. I got asked to be a part of this promotional video for a new trail at Mount Bachelor, Redline, which is like their version of A-Line. So it's their jump line. And it's big.
0: Oh, nice. And,
1: you know, didn't get to walk it, didn't get to see it. And I'm with Carson oh Storch, Reed Boggs, and Sage, I can't remember his last name, but like these professional male mountain bikers. And I'm like, so intimidated, like, oh my God. And um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to ask anyone, like, I got this, I'm just going to follow. So I'm like, I'm just going to follow. And you know what? That's when I got my concussion. I straight up knocked myself out cold. Um, Dude. Yeah. And that was a huge learning experience for me. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, there's no shame in this game. Like, ask, you know, be like, I need to walk this first. I need to look at this first before I just blindly hit it. Now, at the same time, there are those moments where you're like, okay, I see this feature. I know I'm fully capable of it, but I'm yeah. nervous. And yeah. your homie who you know and trust, like, just follow me. You're like, okay, yes. But yeah. Um, yeah, I just think it's funny when I also hate it being at a bike park or being somewhere and someone I do not know from anyone comes up and is like, can I follow you through that? I'm like, no. I don't want <laughs> to responsibility for what may happen to you. So I, you know, I feel like, the
0: same way. So, what yeah. we were at, I was in Sedona a few weeks ago and we were doing this black trail and I'm on a cross country bike doing a Sedona like steep and someone was like can I just follow you and I said no no you're good follow you know Amrit the coach the one who knows this line yeah. like the back of her hand like don't follow me because I'll probably take like some weird line down but I mean you're following some pro rampage riders dude like that's insane
1: oh god yeah I was like- so intimidated it was ridiculous. and those those guys are so nice and they're like bend locals and they're sweethearts yeah oh my god just like waking up on the trail to like read boggs being like hannah are you okay oh my god oh yeah that was embarrassing (laughs) so never again like you know what don't follow the rampage riders just no look out for yourself and it's okay
0: (laughs) there's no way and in this earth, I would follow a pro rider down a line like that. I don't care what my skill level, because they're just going to be doing all the amazing things they want to do, right? Like, and I'm going to think I can whip my bike and I'm going to get a concussion. Like, that's just, that's just the reality. They can just
1: go at a speed that a lot of us don't go at regularly. And I'm like, I'm going to keep up. Oh God.
2: Yeah. It like makes me anxious thinking about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I'm so grateful. Like, I was wearing a chest protector and full face helmet, you know, and thank goodness I was okay, but it was definitely a great wake up call of like, what we do is dangerous and you know, you have to operate within your own limits. Obviously we want to push ourselves, but yeah, there's just no shame. Like we don't want to be walking away at the end of the day. So Exactly.
0: That's what Adam is saying right there. There's no shame in this game. A lot of people need to learn it and I do that all Mm -hmm. the time. People yeah. were surprised when they ride with me when I walk some features, especially some I don't know. I'm like, well, I don't need to die right now. I don't need to break yeah. something. Like
1: no one no cares. No one cares. Like,
0: There's yeah.
1: Yeah. You get in your head, like, even now, even still, if I'm riding with my buddies and like I'm just having an off day, you know, and I'm just not feeling it. And then I get all pissy at myself, like, you're such a buss. Like, gosh, yeah, nah. like, no one, literally, no one cares. So,
0: I mean, I watched one of my favorite YouTubers a while ago. His name's Tony from the Outsider channel. He had a gnarly crash at the end of the day. And he always talked about how he was feeling off that day. But he thought he could do it. You know, he was tired, but he thought he could do it. And that has stuck with me for years because when I'm not feeling it, or I'm just tired. I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I just go back to that. Like, listen to your mind telling you, like, you're good. Just walk it. Yep. Don- or don't do it at all. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: That's yeah awesome. I have
1: to, when I come to a feature, if I'm kind of on that brink of like, but could I do it? Am I just scared? You know, you're playing those mind games. It's like, if I can sit and close my eyes and see myself doing the feature, if I can envision it, then... I'll do it usually and if I just can't get my mind to get there then I'm not doing it that that day.
0: It's a big mind game like yeah. and then getting past that, I know Candace you had a gnarly crash earlier this year like getting past that is a huge mental. How did you get through that Candace? I know we talked about this a little bit but
2: I learned that I need a pre-ride.
0: A yeah, lot oh yeah. More That's a big one.
2: And just assuming that I'm capable of any feature. So uh, And, I mean, Bentonville, they started calling it the mountain bike capital of the world. Obviously, everybody's heard that. That Bentonville's, like, self-proclaimed.
0: Self-proclaimed, yes. Yes. (laughs) Self-proclaimed.
2: But then some locals were also saying that it's, like, the um, beginner mountain bike capital of the world because of, like, all the signage that they have and everything. There really is. It'll be, like, Gap. Or, you know, like, it tells you and stuff. and. When I was just writing in Tucson, you know, like I'm really just approaching this thing, assuming it's a certain feature that I can totally do. And then hit it and realized, oh, like you were, you're, you just messed up like royally because you're not going to make it out of this. (laughs) So yeah, I, uh, but you did. Yeah. You made it out of it.
0: We all did. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you pay the
2: price, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you pay the price.
0: Yeah, and then you Uh, learn. I'm just gonna pre ride, walk some stuff. So, (laughs) um, okay, yeah. So, I know the season's coming to a close for you, Hannah, and there's no more traveling for a little while. Um, are there any upcoming events that Mm -hmm. folks could probably get involved with, or is that something we should be looking forward to like early next year?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we did just finish well, I was looking big... to see
2: does Juliana have like a calendar where you could like go and look to see yes yeah. like, oh I want to reserve this time to go out there.
1: Yeah, you know, we need to actually get that back up on the website. We had that, you know, pre-COVID. We used to have this like crazy robust demo yeah. schedule. Unfortunately, it's just not that way anymore. But um, but yeah, good call. I will get it up on the website. Um, But this year we're kind of done for the year in terms of travel, but next year we will be at the Sturdy Dirty Enduro. We're presenting sponsors there and then we'll (laughs) be at Rome Fest. Um, But next year, you know, we're going to actually do a lot more from home. So we're going to be doing events here in Santa Cruz, which is really rad. Um, And, you know, i Probably want to get into a regular cadence in the winter. I usually do because actually, the winter time is when the trails are popping off here. It's like the great time yeah. to ride. So um, <laughs> don't tell everyone, but it's really good. Um, <laughs> and so, We're gonna come
0: down there next month.
1: Good. <laughs> we got to ride. Um, so I like to do uh, group rides just from the factory in the winter, so I'm gonna get a better cadence on that, probably a monthly group ride from the factory, open to the public. Um, we also have this initiative right now with the factory store, which is like our showroom up front, that's open to the public, walk on in, and we're doing a, a $20 Furtado demo. So it's only 20 bucks. You get the, Furtado, you get the Furtado for the day, go out riding, um, so that's that's really awesome. And then you yeah, you can figure out how to purchase that bike if if you so want to. Um, yeah.
2: the demo fleet? Say it again. Do you all do y'all ever sell like any bikes from your demo fleets or maybe another to I don't
1: know, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, we do. We actually do. And, like I actually do think this is more public knowledge now that, um, we are, we do sell our demo bikes. Um, so that's a great opportunity for sure to purchase a bike at a great price. It's lightly used. Um, but yeah, so next year, those, those will be our two like big cornerstone events at, at the moment. But, um, like I said, our showroom is open all, you know, all the time. If you're ever in Santa Cruz, you can walk on in, you can ask hannah and i'll come up and say what's up and give you factory yeah. tour and yeah so definitely stop by forever in santa cruz
0: you heard it here first yeah. just the maker you can <laughs> stop in at any time Yeah, <laughs> yes, come on over
1: um yeah and there's also you know if you want to know more about juliana or be more involved we have we do the juliana journal which is a monthly newsletter um and you can sign up for that on our website. We won't spam you with emails. It's just a monthly monthly email, um, and we work really hard in our website. So there's a lot of information on there. Um, so yeah, take a peek.
0: Yeah, let me just share real quick before we sign off. Like where you can go, it's it's JulianaBicycles.com, and there's a community tab right on top here, and it mm-hmm. has all the amazing things that they're happening right now. It highlights their athletes. It highlights some of their stories. It has um i also saw that you guys used to do lunch rides did i just see that somewhere
1: so that just started as part of the thank you for reminding me part of our juliana or furtado initiative is for that 20 dollar um factory demo you can come in get the demo and then you can actually request to go on a ride with someone from juliana and it could be me nice and, so, yeah, we take <laughs> that's awesome ride. yeah super cool it has it haven't gotten a request yet, but when it does, I'll be there. And yeah, it's <laughs> fun, a little, little lunch ride. <laughs> yeah.
0: Jess Je says it's she'll be awesome. right there. I mean, swing by Southern California and pick me up on your way up. Ms. Oh, my gosh. oh
1: too fun. Hannah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Tony from The Outsider made it. He's the one I was telling you about earlier, how he's always in my head about when you're not feeling it, don't go riding. Mm, gotcha. uh, thanks for making it out, Tony. Yeah, your ears were ringing pretty bad (laughs) um and adam yeah jess for bringing so much joy to the community she's hilarious if you're not following Jess the maker go follow jess she's freaking hilarious man brightens up my day i wake up to her post and i'm like okay i'm in a good mood now all right i know you
1: you do such a good job it's so (laughs) so awesome yeah
0: don't feed into
2: her ego like a whole lot
0: like oh oh, give me a break we know her <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much, Hannah, for joining us and taking the time to chat. All things bike. I mean, I hope we can have you back sometime. And um yeah, we're gonna make it up there next month and we'll do a factory tour. And, you know, it's gonna be amazing. I just can't wait to ride with you. It's Heck gonna be yeah. so cool.
1: Same here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on and thank you for what you're doing. I think it's so important, you know, like we're all in this together. You know, another thing I love about being a woman in the bike industry and just in the world in general is like we do have this kinship and we want to see yeah. each other succeed and we're all in this mission together. So thank you for what you're doing. And yeah,
0: yeah. we are That's a community. Human. We're in it together. We're here to yeah to- embolden women's voices and to make us a part of this industry and i'm thankful for everyone in the chat who participated and everyone who watched this is yeah. really cool i don't even care if we had this five people we are talking live <laughs> people in the yes. business really appreciate
1: you who tuned in men women I love it
0: so thank you yeah. That's
1: thank yeah, you all yeah, no, have it was a great meeting night. you nice to meet you yeah. too thanks so much
0: sorry candice i didn't mean to cut you off there <laughs> All, <laughs> all right you guys have a great night thank, thank you for you. tuning in good and night. uh have a great rest of your week safe weekend next week make sure you ride pre-thanksgiving because we're all gonna need it oh yeah <laughs> have a great night everyone
1: right. bye guys Thanks. bye